0: I'm Emma-Louise Coffey and you're welcome to The Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. On this week's show, dairy advisor Brian Hilliard explains the concept of once a day milking across the entire lactation and how it works in practice as a solution to the increasing labour demand within expanding dairy herds in Ireland.
1: There are approximately so I've been 40, maybe up to 50 farmers uh, on full-time, full lactation on once a day milking right right throughout the country from Donegal to Wexford and so on, right? Right across the... Most, most counties have some people milking once a day full-time, yeah. And of course, you have a lot more farmers in that do practice once a day milking in the springtime, maybe for four or five, six weeks, and also some would uh, practice once a day milking in, in the autumn time.
0: And in terms of the 40 or 50 farmers who are once a day milking across the full lactation what are the decisions um, around around once a day milking? The,
1: reason, the, the reasons I went once a day milking I suppose really is um, I suppose labour obviously is a big one labour and lifestyle um, so look uh, from what I of the farmers I know milking once a day full time uh, the head size ranges, ranges from somewhere around 50 cows up to 250 cows so labour and uh, lifestyle would be a big uh, con- uh, issue with those people also, other farmers have gone once they're milking because of the distance the cows have to walk. Uh, fragmented farms, and other, other farmers, maybe very hilly farms where it's it's too much stress on cows to walk up hills twice a day, so they've gone to once they're milking. Other people have gone to once they're milking because they have a, a job outside the farm. They still want to keep on the, the dairy cows, and uh, uh, so they've gone to once they're making for that reason and our farm jobs. And even in the last, most more recent years, uh, some dry stock farmers, are going to milk production but some of them don't want to milk cows twice a day they prefer to just if they could manage it once a day Yeah. so there's a whole lot of different reasons why people uh, have gone to once a day and actually a lot of people are still uh, we, I'm finding a lot of people actually inquiring about a lot in the last year or two um, and they're just looking for more information about going once a day
0: and I guess what are the main advantages that, that these farmers have seen um, since they have um, transitioned maybe from twice a day to once a day milking
1: Obviously life size is a huge advantage. I mean uh, not being tied down to uh, making every evening. Um, that's a huge advantage. All those farmers really they all make the cows at the same time in the morning and the rest of the day then to do whatever they want to do, gives them more time to manage grassland, whatever else. So the life size is a huge advantage of that and um, I suppose it takes a lot of stress off farmers as well. Uh, not be, uh, trying to get, especially in the springtime, uh, when the workload is so heavy. So labour um, life are the big advantages. Um I suppose that's on the on the, on the human side of it. On the on the animal side, uh, cows um, a lot less lameness. Um, they're more, the better fertility. So, you know, there's a lot of those side advantages of once a day making as well.
0: And I, I guess wherever we have advantages, there are also disadvantages. And, you know, what are the main disadvantages farmers have seen where they're engaging in once a day? That's
1: well, I suppose the big disadvantage is, is the drop in, in milk yield, uh, milk solids, milk yield and milk solids, uh, Later in the first year or two. Um so that is probably one of the bigger disadvantages of it. Um and because they're dropping yield, they'll be dropping income as well. Um, so the other thing I suppose farmers need to watch for two on once day is uh, cell count. Uh, cell count can rise quite a bit, uh, when farmers transition to once a day milking. But um so it's important that people prepare for um, <clears throat> That just go suddenly into once they were thinking of the consequences. They want to prepare for it a few years in advance, I think, anyway.
0: Just to pick up there, Brian, you said that there was a, a drop in milk yield and milk solids. What sort of, th- would you expect, uh, theoretically, in the amount of the reduction?
1: The reduction can vary, I us with the type of cow uh, that, that farmers have. Um, look, as a kind of a ballpark figure, the, the general reduction on 25% in meat volume would have a, a consequence drop in milk solids of uh, 20%. But look, it's it's more there's a bigger drop with more Friesian-type cows. Um, also, the first calves that he hardest just once once they're making their yields uh, will suffer more than mature cows. Um, so you know um, the, the crossbred, the, the the black and white uh, Jersey crossbred cow seems to be a very good cow for once they're making. Having said that, there are a number of farmers with black and white cows, hostile Friesian cows, who are actually uh, achieving quite good yields on on um, once a day as well.
0: And just to pick up then on the fertility performance, you mentioned that as an advantage and you tend to see slightly better fertility performance. Can you quantify that uh, based on the herds that you see have they um, a higher six-week calving rate or is there any other metrics that you can compare them, say, to twice-a-day milking farms?
1: Well, look... uh, the, the uh, people that are uh, doing a good job. On once they are milking, uh, will be getting over a ninety percent six-week calving rate. Um, that would be common enough with the, the better operators and the people that are at it for a few years. So definitely, um, because cows are in better better body condition at breeding time, the, you have a higher fertility, a high, higher conception rate. So that would be the better people will be achieving ninety percent uh, plus even on once they are milking. Yeah.
0: And in terms of profitability. You mentioned that it takes a few years to establish yourself as a once-a-day uh, farmer um, and and uh, kind of stabilize performance. Is there um, much of a difference between, say, the average farmer milking twice a day and the average farmer milking once a day?
1: The the the, the profitability will, as I said, will be hit the 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 first year or two or two the worst years because. Um, you have cows in any herd that are not, not suited to once a day, making others will uh, will do actually quite well and make the way as good as they ever did on twice a day, and you have cows in between. So after a few years, the um, farmers that stick with once a day making, the cows that don't suit will be called out of the herd, and you are breeding them from cows that just just suit. So we reckon it takes about well, four or five years to bridge the gap in possibility being, um, being once a day and, uh, and twice a day.
0: And to pick up on that, Brian, um, would culling be um, quite high in the first couple of years relative to what you would normally expect in a twice-a-day herd?
1: Well, again, as, as it can be. Uh, the, as again, the more the more say a British Friesian type of herd, uh, they're the ones that seem to suffer more. So once they're making their reduction, the milk is, is higher than uh, than a half-time cow or a crossbred cow. So. Um, there, will be, there could be more culling in some herds. What we would advise actually uh, farmers that are thinking going once a day is uh, maybe uh, build up heifer numbers, uh, build up extra heifer numbers uh, to allow for that happening, for the extra culling. And as I said, over a few years, then you are breeding uh, from cows that the, the, the once the system suits, so you are breeding a better type of animal for once they're milking over time. That's why, that's why we probably say it takes about four or five years to, to, to transition properly.
0: And when we when we're talking about breeding heifers uh, for a once a day system, what are the key traits that you'd consider when selecting sires for a once a day herd?
1: I think generally, as as a very general guideline, the better EBI bulls, um, they seem to be also doing better on, on once a day, right? Um, uh, Crossbred uh, Jersey bulls are also uh, offspring of those doing quite well. But generally, I look at the overall tongue, good, uh, good. Uh, good EBI bulls, and okay, you would put a particular eye as well on um, on health issues. Um, you'd like bulls that are, would produce heifers with good mastitis resistance, and also uh, heifers would put others and memory systems, because obviously on once they are milking, there is more pressure on the, on the other, and uh, once they're milking. So those, those are traits we would look on as well, um, apart from the production traits.
0: And, I guess you you mentioned the 4 to 5 years this is a long term um this is a long term option for people and you know it's you're not going to see the benefits of once a day in the in year 1 or 2 it'll be in year 5 5 when things settle down
1: well you year 5 is guy's income but uh, I think you'll see the benefits of once a day making immediately um like any any farmers making once a day, lameness is practically reduced out of hurts uh, with once a day making and uh Obviously, cows are in far better condition. Uh, there'll be less loss of uh, forced um through infertility. Uh, you'll have a higher retention of those animals in the herd, and that's all money-saving as well. So uh, I think some benefits you'll see immediately. Uh, on the income side, obviously, uh, it'll take a few years. Um, and also, I suppose, depends to how well someone prepares going into once they're making, getting the the right type of cow, um, getting their stress under control. So, you know, I think uh, people should spend two or three years uh, in advance of going once to the before they actually go ahead and preparing for it
0: Just another question on in, in terms of management Brian are these cows eating less than their counterparts on twice a day Milken?
1: Um Probably very little less the, the researcher tells that they eat, they eat maybe a small bit less but not very much um, because what they're doing given production the, the cows uh, put it on condition on themselves so that's why the cows are in better body condition, and that's what gives them the extra fertility as well. Uh, having said that, some of these herds, once uh, they are making all 400 kilos, and, and quite so, a lot of herds are making quite close to 400 kilos. And in some cases, all 400 kilos are milk solids. So a lot of those herds are actually making more than the average on twice a day. Yeah. So those herds, those cows, still need to be fed properly. I think.
0: So I mean, at, at 400 kilos, that's very comparable with the the average cow in in the national dairy herd being milked twice a day.
1: Well, you know, when you compare the figures to the the, the farmers' own co-ops, many of them are actually actually over the average uh, for the co-op making once a day. So, I mean, those cows are producing just as good and more than a lot of cows on on twice a day.
0: If farmers are considering and contemplating um, once a day as an option for their herd, who should they talk to or what should they do?
1: Well, they can... Contact any of us in they have a, to have an interest in, in the ones they're making, and um, I would also advise them to talk to farmers that are established at once they're making. And um, we have uh, quite a number of farmers ring up looking for information, so we ha- we do what we can to advise them, and also we will give them the names of um, of other farmers who are making once they're for a good number of years and, um, and those farmers are given obviously permission for us to do that. So, I and the other thing is maybe any. Any meetings they can go to, we did, there are some meetings throughout the, the country on one of their farms and uh, we had a conference there last January. So anything, that, anything like that they can go to, I, I would advise them to go to it. And uh, I think particularly go to talk to good ones of their
0: farmers as well. That's great. Thank you, Brian. OK, thank you, Emma. That's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast. And my thanks to Brian Hilliard for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma Louise Coffey, and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.